Guys, before we get into today's episode, I have a really important announcement I want to make sure you do not miss. March is going to be a really exciting month in the Primal Potential universe, and I wanted you to be the first to know that I am hosting a completely free training on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You do need to register, and the easiest way for you to do that is to just find me on Instagram and message me with the word tips, T-I-P-S, tips, and I'll send you the link to register. Otherwise, I'm going to make a point to put it in the show descriptions, but message me tips. It'll go to you automatically. Get in touch with me in any way you can if you want that link to register, and for some reason you can or can't figure out how to message me with the word tips, but that's going to be the easiest way because here's the thing. There's a lot of things that we want to be able to do intuitively, automatically, without so much hard work and effort. But to get to the point where you're doing it intuitively and as a matter of habit, you've got to do it intentionally. And that comes with a lot of challenges, whether those challenges are our own excuses, our fears of failure, All of the past times we've tried and failed that make us doubt that we can do it, or maybe it's social situations that pull us away from our goals. I want to walk you through a process of creating your own personal protocol that takes into account all of the unique factors about you, your preferences, your lifestyle, your most common excuses, your fears and your doubts. And I want to take you through that process live in a format where I can answer your questions in real time. And we're going to be doing that on this free training that again is Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Message me the word tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll automatically send you that link so it can happen really fast. You don't have to wait on my reply. That's the best and easiest way. I'll also, moving forward, make a point to put the link in the show description, but I really want you to be there. It is live. You do have to register. It is Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mark your calendar. Make sure to register. I also have some pretty exciting announcements Maybe the most exciting things that have happened in Primal Potential in the last almost 10 years or coming up on 10 years, I really want you to be there. Message me the word tips. I'll automatically kick you that registration link. If for some reason you can't do that, send a smoke signal, flag me down, find a way to get in touch with me. I want you to be there. Mark your calendar now, and I will plan to see you for that live training Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. This is going to be a short episode, but it absolutely can be one that changes everything for you. Seriously, this this simple story that I'm going to tell today could undoubtedly change your life if you really listen and if you think about where is this happening for me and what am I ready to do differently. It was actually one of you guys inside our Primal Potential Facebook group that reminded me of this story I told, gosh, probably like five or six years ago on the podcast. It's easy to forget those those older episodes. I know some of you are starting back at the beginning, and so you're gracious enough to remind me of some of the things that have really resonated with you. But this story that I told many years ago on the podcast was about this guy who goes to work every single day. He brings his lunch from home and at lunchtime sits down with a bunch of his coworkers. And this guy is known for complaining about his lunch every day. So they've worked all morning. They sit down together. The other guys are talking about, you know, what they did the night before. And this guy is grumbling about peanut butter and jelly. Oh, peanut butter and jelly again. I hate peanut butter and jelly. Why is it peanut butter and jelly again? And the guys know that, you know, for whatever reason, he, he does this almost every single day. And after a few weeks of this, one of the other guys at the table kind of gets a little frustrated by it, a little annoyed by it. And he looks at the guy and was like, dude, why don't you just tell your wife to stop making you peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? And he, the guy with the peanut butter and jelly looks over at the, the guy that said that kind of confused. And he's like, my wife. I'm not married. And the guy's like, well, then who's making you peanut butter and jelly? And he says, I am. And I love, love, love that story because how many of us are guilty of complaining about something that we do to ourselves? I was this person for, I don't know, 30 years or so. I complained about my weight every single day. Sometimes to other people, sometimes I would make self-deprecating jokes or I would say I didn't want to go to some social event because I didn't feel good about the way that I looked or I didn't have anything to wear or I'd see a picture of myself and I would complain to everybody around me. And a lot of the complaining, probably most of the complaining, happened in my own mind. Every time I looked in the mirror or got on the scale or any number of other things, And I was constantly complaining about a situation I was creating. I was miserable being overweight. And and it's not just a weight thing. I mean, I've done this with fitness, complaining that I'm not strong enough, that I'm not fast enough, that I'm not this enough. but But I created that through what I did and didn't do in my training or through my eating or whatever. Same thing when, when I was in debt. I hated that people could do things financially that I couldn't do and I wanted more money and I hated that payday would come and I felt like the money went out even faster than it came in. But I was creating those situations. We are the guy making the peanut butter sandwich and complaining about it every day, but we don't have to be anymore, right? Maybe you don't want to be in debt, but you keep justifying expenses that are not essential. You are making yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you're going to work every day and bitching about it. 
you want to start a business, but you keep putting off doing what you know needs to be done, you know it's going to take consistency and you're still not consistent, you are making yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and complaining about it. You don't want to be overweight, but you keep overeating. The first rule of holes, this is something I think I wrote about in uh, Chasing Cupcakes. The first rule of holes is stop digging. The first rule of holes is stop digging. I want you to think about, just, just look through the areas of your life. Where are you unhappy with a situation that you're complicit in creating? Maybe it's in your marriage. I certainly have those moments for sure where I'm miserable about the way we communicate, but I'm part of the communication problem. Where in your life is it in the fact that you're not organized, but, but you're the one who's contributing to the chaos? Where are you the peanut butter jelly guy? Because knowing, hey, I'm doing this to myself and I can bring roast beef tomorrow or today is critical. And a lot of times we're just so attached to I hate peanut butter and jelly that we don't see our own complicity. Sometimes we're so attached to I hate being overweight that we don't step back to say I don't need to overeat tonight or I don't need to overspend tonight, or I don't need to be difficult with my partner. I don't need to skip my workout. I don't need to say I'll do it tomorrow about that thing I said I was going to do today. Where is this showing up for you? Where are you complicit in, a, in an outcome that you really don't want? Identifying it is the first step. Now, one of my fears with this podcast something that I think about every single time I record is that people will hear this and like nod along and yeah, that makes so much sense, but not ever pause and take the time to implement and do the work. And what happens when, when that is the case is the gap widens and the gap is the space between where we are and where we know we could be. And as the gap widens, we just feel more pressure and we feel more less than. And the reason that the gap exists is because we just rush to the next thing. We turn off the podcast and we turn on the TV. We turn off the podcast podcast and we go into work and we never take the time to say, I need to do something with this. And I want you to do something with this episode. I want you to sit down and say, in what areas of my life am I making the peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day or most days and bitching about it? And what are my other options? And when we think about options, I want you to realize but not making peanut butter does not mean you need to make a four-course meal. It doesn't mean you need to have filet mignon because you're not having peanut butter. And what I mean with that analogy is you don't need to go from overspending to spending nothing and, and locking up your credit cards or putting them on ice. You don't have to go from overeating every night to a 16-8 fasting window. You don't. You absolutely don't. Sometimes... We don't change because we don't want to make a big change. Sometimes what's holding us back is our misguided belief that we have to do something big. Not only do you not have to do something big, I don't want you to do something big. 
Little hinges swing big doors. Make the small change because being in action consistently in a small way is way more powerful than doing something big every once in a while. You might need to hear that again. You might need to save this episode and listen to it 20 times in the next 10 days. But sometimes we don't change because we don't want to make a big change. And it's, it's ludicrous. It's bonkers. Overlooking the fact that you can make a small change, a small change to your communication, a small change to your spending, a small change to your eating, a small change to your movement. Little hinges swing big doors. What is your peanut butter sandwich? What is the thing you hate, but you keep making it? And what is the small change that you will make today? I could go off and talk more about this, but I, but I actually think that would be a disservice to you because the point has been made and the point is very clear and I don't need to muddy it up with rambling. I want you to sit down. I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen and I want you to really look at this. What is your peanut butter sandwich? What are you going to do differently? Don't let your misguided notion that you need to change in a big way keep you from making a small improvement today and a small improvement tomorrow and a small improvement the day after that. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.